0: Welcome to Hancock Conversations, an Allen Hancock College podcast. Join President Dr. Kevin G. Walters and members of the Hancock community as they explore the stories behind the people and places that make Allen Hancock College the unique hub for learning that it is today. You're sure to learn something new and even have a little fun along the way.
1: Uh, welcome to Hancock Conversations. I'm Kevin Walters, Superintendent President at Allen Hancock College. We're glad you joined us today. It's a it's a great conversation we're going to have today with Arturo Cheech Ragoza, a twenty twenty Hancock graduate and founder of the Beyond Incarceration Greater Education Club, also known as the Biggie Club. Cheech, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great, Doctor Waters, Thank you for
1: having me. Great. So as, as is mentioned in the name of your club, you're a formerly incarcerated student, and now um, you've brought uh, you've brought that to campus and finished your degree, and you're actually working on campus with students. Tell us a little bit about the programs that you're offering for, for formerly incarcerated students here at Hancock.
0: All right, well, we'll start with the Biggie Club. Biggie's Beyond Incarceration, Greater Education, which is a club I helped co-found in 2016 after Serving 13 years in and out of prison, I came to Hancock to look for a better way of life. And once I got to campus, I, was, I felt out of place, felt like I didn't belong. I was 46 years old at the time, and I just i felt like I didn't fit in. My first day of class was my teacher's first day of teaching, Ms. Lynn Valencia Basera. And um, she literally changed my life by giving me the time of day, asking me questions, showing me, literally walking me on campus to resources on campus, such as the Learning Assistant Program, EOPS. If she wouldn't have walked me through these steps, I wouldn't have, uh, I would have quit. So my first question was to her was, where are the students like me at, formerly incarcerated on parole or probation? So she tried to find out, but because of confidentiality, she couldn't, but she knew another member, well, another person who happened to graduate from Hancock and was at the time working for parole, uh, Mr. Leonard Flippen, and he gathered about five parolees together and uh we had our first meeting out of the five i happened to know three of them i was in prison with and i didn't know they went to campus they didn't go to college i didn't know this and um so after that first meeting the dean of students miss ivan tiniete told me hey Cheech, if you have a second meeting you can start a club And I was like, huh, you know, like, I really didn't understand the value of this. I just knew I needed people like me so I could feel comfortable. And we had a second meeting and the Biggie Club was born.
1: Nice. And now how many members do you have uh, in the Biggie Club now?
0: All right. So we started with five
1: and now
0: we're around 35 to 40.
1: Tell us tell us a little bit, because when, when COVID hit, it hit your group pretty hard. Tell us what the Biggie Club did as, as we started doing classes remote and that was there wasn't that on campus accountability.
0: Yeah, so um, you know, as as formerly incarcerated, um a lot of us were, were used to doing lockdown lengths of time, but the anxiety, the stress, everything else that came with it, we weren't used to. And a lot of uh, we were losing a lot of members to relapse to just quitting school because there was no physical contact and um, I outreached I got a hold of my instructor who got a hold of Miss Ornelas, who got a hold of you, Dr. Walters, and uh, we advocated for space on campus and we were able to have have this space in a 103 temporary for now but we are getting members coming in using the computers printing out homework and we've been there a few weeks now and and i've noticed i've me personally i've noticed how much it is appreciated the students coming in are, are thanking me hey Cheese, thank you for what you're doing we really need this and so i I'm, i believe that this little space on campus is going to make a turnaround it's going to improve the college education and, and it's going to help us succeed covid has really impacted us and we're trying to make the best out of the possible any possibilities we can right now
1: yeah and i think as, as you guys have shared with us is the you know it's one thing that you guys you guys knew how to be locked down because you you've done that before but but what really happened when you were on campus is you lost structure. And even, even when you're incarcerated, there's a lot of structure that goes around that, and people telling you where to go. And, and and I think, you know, what what we heard from you was that, hey, you know, we we want to be accountable, and it really helps when we can come in person and see see a faculty member or see each other and know that uh, that everything's going to be okay.
0: Yes, that's exactly what what happened.
1: So uh, we also have a men's support group on campus and this uh, this came out of a study that we did. We, we, we did some uh, evaluation and we found out that our male students were falling behind and, and in particular Latino male students were, were struggling and we wanted to make sure that we could help those students catch up and be successful. So you were, you were a part of that men's support club as well, correct?
0: Yes, um, when it first, Came came to be a, a couple of years ago. Right away, I I joined, uh, so I was one of the first ones to join that club. And you know, Dr. Hernandez, uh, Ricardo Navarrete are just great support. I mean, these these men have guided me through my journey since I started on campus. And now the men support group. Um, what they do is, is because the male population um, is was dropping out was if there's opportunity for work, they're gonna get the work, they're gonna do the overtime, they're gonna forget about school. And the men's support group helps you stay focused, manage your time and succeed. And we're we're hopefully changing these numbers because the group continues to grow and grow. And uh, as men, we, we support each other and Everybody in the in the men's support group has different career paths, and we're able to to associate with somebody that's on the same path as us, and help us help and guide us to succeed on campus.
1: Yeah. So, and then from there, you're also you're also the Beyond Barriers program, which is similar to Biggie, but there there's a difference in Beyond Barriers. Tell us tell us what the Beyond Barriers group does.
0: So, the Beyond Barriers came to be because of Biggie, which Beyond Bears is is a whole different entity. They help the formerly incarcerated coming out of state and federal prison. And I've been fortunate. We've we've gotten a, a, two grants, one for 340,000 is one for like 110,000 for the formerly incarcerated. And we were I was able to be hired and to work for beyond barriers which i'm truly grateful for and now we outreach to the formerly incarcerated coming out of state prison and federal prison and help them enroll in, in college right
1: and we're seeing that have a really positive impact on campus and, and beyond and you know the beyond barriers there's also a little preventive in there um you were telling me the other day that um, you'd been down at los prietos uh, at, the, at the boys camp down there i'm sharing your story with those guys how did that go
0: um, okay, so, yeah, so, but with the Beyond Barriers, we're limited to what we could do on outreach because that is just for people coming out of state prison. Oh yeah, gotcha. Okay. A- and so, as as a, a Biggie member, um, I don't I, I don't discriminate. I don't. It doesn't matter if you've been in prison or not. If you're socially impacted, if you if you happen to know anybody who has been in prison and been in jail and has impacted your life i welcome you to the club and so with that being said that's how i managed to go to los Pertos voice camp and speak as biggie as a recovering addict i went i'm a recovering addict and i went as an na and i spoke and um that really has an impact because at 13 years of age, uh, uh, I myself was at Los Preto's Boys Camp and did my first year stretch there. And uh, when I was there, nobody ever came and told me, hey, Cheech, if you go to if you go to college, you know your life could change. All these doors go open. You no, know, I, I thought I was supposed to go to prison. I thought I was supposed to be a Dauphine all my life. I didn't know better. Growing up in the society I grew up in, uh, my surroundings, I followed suit. I followed uh, what my homies were doing and everybody around me. And so um, I went out to Los Tretos and I spoke to the kids, Uh, me and uh, another member from Hancock and uh, and another member from NA went out there and spoke to these kids. And uh, it it planted a seed. It planted a seed because uh, just recently, uh, somebody that was there, 17 years old, uh, during his time, he connected with me. He heard my story and he said like i don't have to go this route and and you know i told him i go you know i go if you guys want to learn how to roll up your mattress and do burpees and do prison life i could show you that if you guys want to learn a higher education and a new way of life i'll show you that too i go but the choice is yours Um, uh, i am just here to tell you that you have choices you don't have to go to prison you know, and uh, I guess the seed was planted because uh, last week he came to see me and he managed to get his g e d and now he wants to come to campus and and enroll in college and that that feeling is is unexplainable it, It's just you know i'm I'm just overwhelmed with joy that that he did that, and so you know we're we're hoping that we could get him enrolled and get him going for. Uh, January 2021.
1: Yeah, and of course, he's eligible to be a Promise student coming out of Los Prietos. And we have some special scholarships just for Los Prietos uh, graduates. Part of them from the college, part of them from uh, the Rotary Club. Uh, Here the Breakfast Rotary Club that I'm a member of and uh, the Goleta uh, Rotary Club. They work with Judge Staffel and Judge Garcia are really big proponents of, of supporting that program. So, so young men who uh and, he, and now they have a women's program there the, the the kids who come out of the los prietos program they get to be promised students in hancock and we've got some special scholarships for them so that'll uh, uh that'll help him get on his way as he as he gets enrolled
0: yeah i didn't know that i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna reach out to him and let him know about
1: yeah that. so how's your family doing
0: uh we're doing good everybody just got out of class right now so we got Three college students and one high school student in the household right now, so it's it gets kind of crazy, you know. Everybody has their Zoom going on, and you know we live in a in a three-story condo out here in Los Alamos, and Wi-Fi is spotty, and so every once in a while we get kicked off the internet, but we have to be patient, and um, you know it, it's it's different, it's different, but we're managing. We have a lot of resources. With help, with we got a hotspot from from Hancock. You know, thank you guys for that. We got the laptops we need, and so any any resources that that I gain from the college, I go to my daughter's uh, high school, and I go, like, oh, can you guys provide this for them? You know, they're doing it at Hancock, and uh, so far it's worked. So I appreciate all you guys' help, yeah. huh, Dr. Walters.
1: A lot of there's a lot of lifting that's going into this. So we we want to make sure everybody can finish cuz we know that time is the enemy. So so you're still taking classes, correct?
0: Yeah, I just got out of my sociology class right now.
1: So what what degree are you working on now?
0: I just I I just graduated with three AS degrees in automotive technology and uh, I don't even work on cars anymore. <laughs> so I switched careers to sociology with transfer and I have maybe I think four four more classes to take after these two and I'll be able to transfer out to either UCSB
1: or to Berkeley. Nice that'll be awesome so well you mentioned a lot of folks that helped you out here and uh I want to make sure that you know that we appreciate the help you're giving to your colleagues because you're uh when, when things got really bad last year, you know, you stepped up and, and kind of rallied everybody to help them understand if they could get through it, and, and that was that helped you guys get to graduation. And uh, so, as we go out, why don't you tell us a little bit about that day about graduation? That was a great day when you walked across the stage. You know, we weren't allowed to uh, <coughs> we weren't allowed to shake hands because you know the disease. But uh, when I saw you on stage, I couldn't help it. I gave you a big hug, and uh, that was the highlight of my day. Um, tell us tell us what uh, what it was like for you and your family for graduation as we uh, as we wrap up here.
0: oh wow, yeah, so um I'm trying to get choked up about this, but yeah, that was that was a big and exciting moment for me. My granddaughter was there my 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 boys my my whole family was there and it it was amazing, you know, uh, like I said, Lynn Vaera has changed my life, and she was there to introduced me as I walked across stage and uh, man it was it was heartfelt you know through all my trials and tribulations you know my shortfalls everything I've been through uh, I've managed to to earn my degree and walk on stage you know Dr. Walters I I watched that video over again and I go like man I'm the only one he gave a hug to and and I appreciate it. It, it was it was heartfelt you know when when I seen you standing there in your cap and gown, first thing that went through my head is like, I want to be the first formerly incarcerated dean, you know. And, and uh, it, those are some goals I'm setting for myself. You know, I want to come back. I want to uh, support my community. You know, like at a young age, I, I destroyed this community. I did a lot of stupid things. I am proud of, and and I managed to change my life. And now. Um, I'm able to put a band-aid on it right now and, and hopefully fix, fix the things I broke. And and I'm there just like Lynn was there to walk me, literally walk me, hold my hand and show me all these resources on campus. I'm paying it forward. That's exactly what I do now. Uh, I've literally met people in the parking lot because they're scared to get off their car and come on step on campus. And, and, I've been able to go to the car and, and calm them down and literally walk them into financial aid to get their H number. And uh, their learning assistant program has been so supportive and, and they help us so much, you know. And, man, all these resources on campus, they're not known. And I don't know, I just find it that it, it's my duty to, to um let it be known you know because if lynn wouldn't have introduced me to all these resources i would have quit
1: well cheat you're doing a great job and uh you know we talk about on campus our uh we have a new slogan changing the odds and what we talk about is how you know we we can uh uh, we can celebrate you know people who overcame the odds and we're certainly going to celebrate how you overcame the odds and the other members of the big geek club but but really the, the long-term goal is to remove those barriers so so that we're changing the odds for the next generation that's coming through. And and you're helping us do that and we're glad you're here and, and we're grateful that you uh, took some time to share share a story with us. So uh, so thanks for being here and uh, we'll talk again soon, okay?
0: All right, thank you for having me. I appreciate you all. Huh?
1: All right. Hey, this has been Hancock Conversations. We've been talking with uh, Cheech Regoza who is the co-founder of the Diggy Club here on campus, formerly incarcerated student and a great leader on our campus. We we'll look forward to seeing you next time.